Friends, our second lesson today comes from the book of Genesis, the 21st chapter, the first three verses, and then we'll move ahead to the 22nd chapter, verses 1 through 14. This is the story of Abraham and Isaac. If you will remember, Abraham is the person to whom God says, I will be your God and you will be my people. God tells Abraham to leave his homeland and all that he has known and to move to the new promised land. And Abraham does that. Later, Sarah, Abraham's wife, who is barren and has not been able to have a child, God comes to Abraham and says, I will give you a child. You will have descendants as numerous as stars in the sky. And Abraham believed God. And we are told in the scripture that God reckoned it to Abraham as righteousness. Abraham is a man of faith and his faithful response is seen all over the book of Genesis. So listen now to this story. The Lord dealt with Sarah as he had said and the Lord did for Sarah as he had promised. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time which God had spoken to him. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son whom Sarah bore him. Now after these things, God tested Abraham. God said to him, Abraham, and Abraham said, here I am. God said, Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I will show you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son Isaac. He cut the wood for the burnt offering and set out and went to the place in the distance that God had shown him. On the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place far away. Then Abraham said to his young men, You stay here with the donkey. The boy and I will go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. So the two of them walked on together. Isaac said to his father Abraham, Father, and Abraham said, Here I am, my son. Isaac said, The fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham said, God himself will provide the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So the two of them walked on together. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And Abraham said, Here I am. 
The angel of the Lord said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in a thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Would you pray with me? Gracious God, there is so much that is still a mystery to us. We cannot know your mind or your ways, and so still there are questions. But I ask that during this time of preaching, you would send your Holy Spirit, that we could hear what you want us as your people to know this day, and in hearing, may we grow ever closer to you. And we ask this in Jesus' name, amen. About 10 years ago, I was preaching on this same passage, and I was at home one day, and I was doing research, and I had my iPad, and I was reading an encyclopedia, and the heading was The History of Child Sacrifices. And one of my girls, who couldn't have been more than seven, leaned over my shoulder and said, what are you reading? And I thought... I don't know that I'm ready for her to know about this story in the Bible, but I also didn't want her to think I was just reading that for fun. This is a difficult and horrifying story. And as you can imagine, the whole of the Jewish tradition, the whole of Christianity, there are many different ways to talk about this passage. There are people who say child sacrifice was fairly common. This shouldn't have been too shocking, and I don't buy it. It is shocking completely. And I don't want to take away the horror of what Abraham is being asked and does do. You know, in the Jewish tradition, when you're reading Genesis just two two paragraphs later, it tells us that Sarah died. It doesn't tell us why she died, but in the Jewish tradition, some rabbis say that Sarah died when she heard what Abraham had done. When she heard that Abraham had taken their beloved son up Mount Moriah for a sacrifice, that that she died then. This is a horrifying passage. The idea that God might test a human in this way is so very difficult to grasp. We're going to set that aside for just a minute. We'll get back to that idea of the test. To really understand this passage, I think there are three things we need to look at. The first is that in remembering that this would have been an oral story for so very long, repetition is really important when it shows up. And there is a repetition here of the Hebrew word hanani. We see it three times. And hanani is translated as Here I am. Now, Hanani is not a simple statement of presence that might be used at any time. Hanani is used when the Lord God puts a calling on someone's life 
and that person responds in faith. Right? So we see Hanani in the beginning when God says, Abraham. And without even knowing what God is going to say, Abraham says, here I am. He answers the call. And then God gives him these devastating instructions. We see Hanani again when Isaac is walking with his father and he says, Father, and Abraham says, Hanani, here I am, my son. And we know because of the use of that word that Abraham recognizes that Isaac is a gift from God, a gift from God, and that there's also a call upon Abraham's life to care for that child. And so when Isaac says, Father, Abraham says, here I am, he acknowledges that he knows that he has a special calling to care for this child. And then, of course, the last, possibly the most important Hanani is when the angel comes and says, Abraham, Abraham. And he says, here I am. And he looks and there is a ram for the sacrifice. This passage is about Abraham's faithfulness and our calling to be the same. When when God calls on Abraham, Abraham does not know exactly what God is going to ask him to do at any point. And still yet, he makes himself available. Here I am without knowing what it is, trusting in God's goodness. And because Abraham is present and open to God's call, we end up with a ram. And that's the second thing that can help us with this really difficult passage We're told earlier that the Lord will provide a lamb. Instead, the Lord provides a ram, which is a mature, right? An adult lamb, fully grown, fully matured. And in doing that, it is hugely significant. That is completely surprising in this story to anyone who would have heard it. And so when it is a ram, when it is the fully grown, we know that the Lord God did not want the sacrifice of this child. The Lord God wanted the sacrifice and faithfulness of the adult, of Abraham. And then the last thing from this whole passage is you have to pay attention when things are named. And what is named is this place on Mount Moriah. And it is named that this is the place where the Lord will provide. This passage is about God's provision, about a man of faith being asked to do a difficult and horrifying thing. And that person goes out, Abraham goes out in faith, present to God's call on his life, present too to the call that this child has upon his life that sacred trust he has to care for this child, present to that also, and still believing that the Lord will provide. It is so significant that when Abraham goes up the mountain, he tells the people who are staying with the donkeys, Isaac and I are going to go up there and then we will come back. We will come back, both of us. Abraham doesn't know what it looks like, but he knows that there will be provision because he knows the character of God. And the character of God is such that God does not will child sacrifice. God does not will terrible things. 
but we know that they happen anyway. And into that, we are asked to bring our trust in God, and God will provide a provision, a moment of light in the darkness. So if the central problem of this text is that we are worried that God tests people, and I will give you as an aside that when Jesus teaches the Lord's Prayer, that phrase, lead us not into temptation, in the Greek is rendered, do not test us. Do not lead us into a time of being tested by God. I would tell you that I do not think that God tests God's people But I do think we live in a world that is full of sin and is fundamentally broken and friends, life tests people. Life tests people. Life tests us when we get the diagnosis that we thought we would never have. When we lose those who are closest to us, the people that we thought we could never live with, live without. Life tests us when we send our children into the world, knowing how little control we have over the life around them and hoping upon hope that God will provide and care for them. It is life that tests us. And we are to be a people who are, one, always listening for God's call. Two, when God's calls, we say, here I am. And we don't know fully what that means, but we know the character of God, and so we trust in God. And three, we are a people who believe in God's provision, that God will give us moments of hope and goodness, even in the painful reality of life at times. I don't want any of us to not think about the horror of this story because the truth is, for many people, life is horrific and difficult. If you have children of your own, and as they grow and you know as they walk out your door, you know how little control you have, and this feeling of terror can set in until we remember who God is and that God is faithful and just and that God will provide. And so we take these children that we have this sacred calling to love and raise and we turn them over to God. There was nothing more important to Abraham than his son. And as God called at each point, Abraham said, Hanani, here I am, trusting in the faithfulness of God trusting in the character of God who redeems, who gives provision, who loves and saves. So I'll leave you with this quote from Friedrich Buechner. He said, he feels like God says to all of humanity, here is your life. Beautiful and terrible things will happen. Do not be afraid. And to that I add, God will provide. Thanks be to God and amen.